And now, Greenlight Reviews, hosted by Ann Elder and Les Roberts. Hi, everybody. Welcome once again to Greenlight Reviews. I'm Les Roberts. I'm Ann Elder. And today, Ann, we're going to review a very offbeat film called Black Swan. Uh-huh. This is set in the world of ballet mm-hmm. in New York City. The young ballet dancer Nina, played by Natalie Portman, right. has been in the chorus for several years, and now she is suddenly lifted to stardom to dance the lead in the Swan Lake Ballet. Mm-hmm. Vincent Castle is the artistic director, and Barbara Hershey plays Nina's mother, Erica, and Nina is trying so hard, obsessively hard, to become the most perfect ballet dancer ever Mm -hmm. that things start happening to her mind. And that's what makes this film as interesting as I thought it did. Well, also, the character of Lily, played by Mila Kunis, enters the picture, and she is a threat or is perceived as a threat by Nina. Yes. And in her mind, she believes that this character is stalking her and also that she wants to replace her as the lead, even before she has a chance to dance the part. Right. She believes that Lily is after her role as the white swan and the black swan. In this case, she is playing both of those parts in the ballet, and she is struggling, of course, to be the best at both. She's having more problems according to the director of the ballet, Thomas, played by Vincent Kessel, mastering the character of the black swan because that's the evil swan. So he gives her all kinds of instructions and things that she's supposed to do, mainly to have an affair with him, perhaps, so that she can get over her being so uptight and so pure and that she will be able then to express herself as the bad swan. Well, as you can tell from my tone of voice, I didn't care for either swan very much in this movie. I didn't like anything in the picture except Natalie Portman's interesting performance. Well, I got to tell you, Anne, when I left the theater, Uh I felt very much as you did. I thought this was too weird a movie. But I thought about it and thought about it and thought about it. Well, that's too much thinking about the black swan. I suppose so. But I suddenly realized that what this is is not a film about ballet necessarily. It is a psychological horror film. Well, I don't think it's very psychological, and I think it's about as horrifying as hearing Aunt B read a ghost story to Opie. <laughs> I don't think it's remotely scary. I think it's silly and inane and, frankly, a little bit adolescent. I think this picture was overhyped. I think it's oversold. I think it was overpraised. And for the most part, everything in the movie is overwrought. For example, yes, the character of Nina's mother, played by Barbara Hershey, and that character's name is Erica. Most of the time, she's screaming at her daughter, and she does it either behind closed doors or she's yelling at her in the bedroom. But the thing that really annoyed me about the mother is that she keeps her daughter somewhere around 14 years old right? by keeping her bedroom all pink and frilly and putting her in little PJs at night with little stuffed toys hanging around the bed all the time. I mean, little teddy bears and bunnies and things. And I thought, well, no wonder this girl is flipping out. You know, I wouldn't like that either. It's ridiculous. Everything about this movie is so predictable. It's not very subtle, and it's kind of middle-brow, in my opinion. Well, to me, I felt that way originally, but when I thought about it, how much of this is 
actually happening and how much is going on in Nina's mind. That's really what blew me away. There is also an extremely erotic romantic scene between the two women, Mila Kunis and Natalie Portman. I will have to say to you, Wes, every guy that I know that has liked this film mentions that scene. Well, how can you not mention it? I mean, it's rather overwhelming. Yeah. And there's no real nudity in this film, but it's still very, very erotic. And I kept wondering, did this really happen or did Nina imagine it? That's what kept me thinking about this film and thinking about this film. Well, of course it's all in her overly pumped imagination. That's why the movie is so stupid to me. (laughs) I suggest that you take a look at the movie Roman Polanski's Repulsion, a movie that came out in the 60s. It was Roman's really big, big hit, and it starred Catherine Deneuve. There's a movie about obsessiveness, and there's a movie that was fascinating and truly scary. It was about the derangement, the unraveling of a beautiful young girl and what was going on in her mind. She thought that every man in the world was after her. In Nina's case, she thinks that every woman is after her and all of the men. She's nutty as a fruitcake. But it's not subtle. It's the kind of sophomoric approach to hallucinatory horror filmmaking that just drives me up the wall. I didn't think it was <laughs> remotely well-written. I thought it was silly. And I thought, frankly, it looked like a cheapo movie that was filmed on the weekend. Oh, my. Less. I know the movie was done for about a dime. Darren Aronowski shot this film in about six weeks. Natalie Portman prepared for the movie. For a year she prepared. Yeah, but they only shot it in six weeks, so they had to do it on a shoestring, and I thought it really looked like that. I'm not saying that he's not talented as a director. I just didn't think the movie looked like a great, big, wonderful horror movie. I thought it was kind of B-movie. Well, I've got to disagree with you. Darren Aronofsky directed The Wrestler a couple of years ago with Mickey Rourke. And despite the fact that that was about wrestling and this is about ballet, there is great similarity because the two leading characters were astonishingly self-destructive. And that's one of those things that kept me wondering. I know a lot of ballet dancers, male and female, and I know how hard they work and how self-destructive they are because this kind of dancing is very, very painful until they get used to it. But what does that have to do with the fact that this movie is taking a rather cartoon look at mental unraveling. I mean... I don't think it's a cartoon. You don't? No, I don't. You really bought the fact that she had feathers coming out of her shoulder blades? Oh, my. No, she thought she had feathers coming out of her shoulder blades. To me, blade. that's a cartoon, Les. Well, maybe so. Maybe so. But how many years we've been doing this show, and this is not the first movie we've disagreed about. Well... Look, I admit that Natalie Portman has done a great job portraying this character. I just think that the movie itself is so silly. It was like a grade school approach to a very serious problem. And I didn't take the movie seriously at all. Again, take a look at the movie The Red Shoes. And there's another great picture about the world of ballet and about a ballet star who goes off the deep end. Yes. And that I bought. I mean, that is totally understandable in that picture from the 1940s with Moria Sherr. Yes. That was a fabulous picture. This movie is just a real B-minus version to me of The Red Shoes. Okay. I don't think it's as good as The Red Shoes. I don't think it's a masterpiece. But to me, I thought it was a very good job. Natalie Portman was fabulous. Mila Kunis was very, very good. Winona Ryder is also in this film 
she's only in a couple of scenes. She is the ballet dancer, the diva, who right. is being replaced right. by Nina here. Right. And, of course, Barbara Hershey was good as always. I thought everybody did a good job, and I was very impressed with Aronofsky's work. So I'm going to give this a green light, okay. warning everybody that this is not what you would call an enjoyable film, but it's a fascinating film. So I'm giving it a green light. Well, I don't think that Aronofsky pulled it off. I don't think it's quite the horror movie that he wanted it to be, and I don't think it's quite the psychological drama that you wanted it to be, Les. I think it's just another B-movie. Except for Natalie Portman and Mila Kunis, I thought the acting was pretty dreadful all the way across the board. Oh, my goodness. I can't give this a yellow light. I can't give it a green light for sure. In fact, you know, for me, The Black Swan gets a red light, and it's a kind of movie that made me want to head for the bar, and I don't mean the kind that's in the ballet studio. <laughs> I didn't like this movie. Not one bit. So, a red light and a green light for Black Swan. Well, we're going to be back to review another film very, very soon. Are Anne and I going to agree? I don't know. <laughs> Come back and find out. Until then, my name's Les Roberts. I'm Ann Elder. And Greenlight Reviews hopes that we're all going to meet, watch a film, and argue, just like Anne and I did at the movies. You've watched them in unforgettable adventures, love affairs, and tragedies. Now it's time to hear their own remarkable stories. From the makers of Death of a Rockstar and Death of a Sports Star, this is Death Ready. of a Film Star. Starring Heath Ledger, Marilyn Monroe, Chadwick Boseman, Robin Williams, Carrie Fisher, and Bruce Lee. Search for Death of a Film Star in your podcast app. You've seen them tell stories. Now it's time to tell theirs.